Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I guess let's get into the nuts and bolts because the Packers are finally home, which you pointed out in our um, recap show. If you missed it, you can go check out our therapy session of the Packers losing to the Broncos. Um, the Packers are finally home. It's been a while, um, over a month since they've been home to take on this division opponent in the Vikings. Um, Vikings also have plenty of injuries to contend with, so it'll be interesting to see what they put out on the field. But like we said at the top of the show, the Vikings look like they're starting to hit their stride after a pretty difficult, and I think if you're a Vikings fan, shocking start to the season um, in terms of some pretty weird losses. So it'll be really interesting to see what version of the Vikings the Packers get. Because I don't know, similarly to, like, it's kind of unclear who the Packers are this season, like, what their identity is. Actually, I'm not sure, like, if the Viking, if we know, like, who the Vikings are this season either, like, what their identity is, right? Because, yes, they just beat a very good 49ers team. I mean, really carved up a very, very, very good defense. And I have many concerns when it comes to the Packers' defense, but they've also lost to some worst teams this season. And so um, the inconsistencies when it comes to the Vikings is just kind of, you just don't know who you're going to get on any given Sunday. Yeah. And I think one of the things that's so interesting about their offense, they're first in the league in passing touchdowns. They have 16 so far on the season. Obviously Jordan Addison, you mentioned him. He's got six already as a rookie this season without Justin Jefferson, who had three before the injury before going on IR. But I think what makes this Vikings offense so kind of like head scratching is that they're not putting up a ton of points per game. I know the Packers put up 38 week one, which has kind of skewed their total, but the Packers still are 17th in points for and the Packers or the Vikings are 18th. So throughout the stretch of the season, these averages, the Vikings are just a little bit behind the Packers. Their their most scored game was 28 points all season. And they kind of hover right around between like 17 and 24. So it's working, you know, they're, they've won three games now, but it, it is kind of interesting that they've got 
all of these weapons on offense and they're number one in the league in passing touchdowns, but they're not putting up a ton of points. Yeah. I mean, they didn't blow out the 49ers too. Let's right. caveat that there. Like they, they didn't score. I think what was the final score? 22, 17. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like the, they beat the 49ers by picking off Brock Purdy multiple times and forcing turnovers. So to be clear, I don't, this is not like the most high flying offense. And again, that's likely due to not having their best and probably the best player in the league in Justin Jefferson. Now they can break off chunk plays as we have seen, right. Both on the ground game and in the past game. And don't be surprised if you see your classic Joe Barry defense against this team, because he's going to want to limit those. Um, But this is going to be one of those games where the Packers offense is again, going to have to protect the football because this Vikings defense is going to um, do what they've been doing to keep this team in games, which is win the turnover battle. And I think what's so interesting too is every loss and every victory, every game so far for the Vikings this season has been a one score game. And last season they were historically good in one score games and had like almost too much luck on their side, winning all of those one score games this season, things have started to bounce the other way a little bit, but I mean, week two, they lost to the Eagles and it was 34, 28. You know, the Eagles are the cream of the crop in in the NFC with the Niners who now, you know, the Vikings took it to. So it's not like they're being blown out. Like you said, in any of their losses here, they're hanging in all of these games and their defense is starting to click. Their offense looks really good. TJ Hawkinson being out potentially, or at least limited is mildly concerning for them, but there's a lot of pieces that are starting to really click for them. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, I think one of the struggles, too, that I've seen this team go up against, I've been thinking about this a lot, is like they've been doing really well. And this is a concern for me because this defense is full of vets, but they've been doing very well against younger quarterbacks and they've been getting picked on against veteran quarterbacks as we saw against Russell Wilson. And this is a common opponent and a very smart veteran quarterback. Like you can say what you want about Kirk cousins, but he's a smart vet. um, And he's going to be able to find the holes in this defense. And once again, common opponent here, Um, he has gone up against this team for a very long time. Um, so my, my, this is going to be a little bit of a, how do I put this brain IQ level chess match, um, between whoever is calling plays slash wearing the green dot and going up against Kirk cousins. Um, and I'm not sure I feel particularly great about it. Um, especially seeing what he was able to do against a much smarter um, and better defense in the 49ers Monday night. Yeah. And I mean, I think there's also concerns like they are slinging it. They, I think they're like third in passing yards, second in attempts or something. They've had, I think over 300 yards in at least five of their games, I want to say. 
And they've only eclipsed 100 rushing yards twice so far this season. Like, they are getting their yardage through the air. And if the the passing defense is supposed to be the bread and butter of this defense, well, you just lost Eric Stokes. You just lost Darnell Savage. Jair is limited right now. Carrington Valentine got bullied. God forbid he's going up against Jordan Addison on Sunday. Like, there's going to be mismatches here. And if the Packers defense wants to hang in this thing and keep it close – it's gonna it's gonna be really important to try and at least limit the explosive plays from this Vikings offense because they're getting huge chunks of yardage through the air. No, they're going to they're they're gonna have the Packers if they cannot do what they're supposedly built to do in this game, they are simply just not a good defense. But can I sit? Can I make that statement? I yeah. feel like that's a very declarative statement. But like this is an offense that you are supposedly built to defend. <laughs> So you're going to be able to need to do that. And they're missing one, potentially two, like you said, in TJ Hawkinson, of their major weapons. This team really desperately needs Jair back. I mean, really, really desperately needs Jair. I I thought, and maybe I just hone in on his presence more than some other people, but I very, very much like felt like his presence was missed. Um Sewell can only do so much when you have a seventh round rookie on the other side. Um, I think if you have John Sewell on the outside and, you know, you, you do what you need to do with the slot situation at the moment. Um, Unfortunately, Savage has been playing like actually quite nicely this season. And I think his loss is, is a detriment um, because now the safety position is, is even more of a liability. Although, I really hope Anthony Johnson Jr. gets some looks now. Again, you're looking at this and you're saying, all right, young team evaluation, sure. Like, why not put him in there um, and see what he can do? I think I saw someone, I don't remember who it was, so I apologize, write about how, you know, there's a lot of guys, especially on the defensive side of the ball, who are probably not going to be back next season. Mm -hmm. And so we're looking at, and I think especially with the safety position, it was kind of like a sign a bunch of guys to a one-year deal and like see who sticks. And right now for me, no one. I don't want to see Rudy Ford back. I'm sorry. I love Simone Biles, but I don't think Jonathan Owens is it. Like there's a bunch of guys who I just don't think should or can be back next season. You just drafted someone. So why not take this opportunity in this season to put Anthony Johnson Jr. back there, especially now with Savage on IR. See, I want Rudy Ford back, but I think it's because this room is so decimated that you're thinking potentially next season you're at least drafting one or two or whoever you get in is going to be relatively young. So I see him coming back as like a vet presence, but I'm not sure he comes back as any type of long-term starter. And I think Darnell would have been in that same boat too now, but considering he's on IR for at least four weeks, we don't know what that's going to look like. So it is a good question. I was thinking about that. Like, does Darnell, if he played the way he's been playing all season, like, did he get, did he earn a second contract? And I was feeling like the answer was yes. Maybe not like a major money deal, but I thought he was playing really nicely. I don't know. It's really, the injury is really unfortunate. I think it, I think him and Ford were in the, the, a similar boat, and I think Savage probably gets the nod as being a draft pick from the Packers because we yeah. know how they feel about their homegrown players. But one or two years, at least, you know, kind of in a transitional period, because like, like I said, he played really well. Guy. Yeah, stopgap kind of yeah. player who has the opportunity to kind of keep 
putting contracts together. And I think you laid in those with right? Like, like what Jordan Love did, you kind of bet on yourself and you have the opportunity to make more money that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, this run offense for the Vikings has not really been clicking so far this season. Alexander Madison, obviously the front runner in that room, getting the reins after Delvin Cook's departure. Cam Akers kind of came in in spot duty a little bit and looked decent, I thought, against the Niners and the limited reps that he took. But not, not a lot cooking for them on the ground. I mean, every team comes in and has a... I'm definitely curious what Kevin O'Connell decides to do against the Packers because you're right. Like their team gets their yardage through the air, but if he does want to test out his stuff on the ground and it works, then like, I don't know. He's, he's unfortunately, I think his playbook, his entire playbook is kind of at his disposal against this team until the Packers show him that they can shut one of those two things down. 